SC. I'm excited to be here. Um, so I actually, for the last five years or so, was your, I was privileged to serve you as your sexual assault advocate and life coach in, stu in uh, student life. And um, been running uh, Light Up the Dark uh, prior to that. And it was kind of mid-year last year when God said, okay, it's time to go full-time in terms of my hours uh, with that. So I really am excited to be back here with you. I love you. And so I'm happy to be here. I have, I have good news and bad news for you. The bad news is I'm not a speaker. So it could be a long 30 minutes. The good news is I am a teacher. And as a teacher um, and working within the framework of Light Up the Dark, my job there is that I am the CFO. I am the chief freedom officer. And what I do is travel around. Tuesdays and Wednesdays I go to the jail and I teach there. Other times I travel around and I help people find what it talks about in Isaiah 45.3 that there are hidden treasures and secret riches when we are going through the hard and dark things of our lives, that God does not leave us abandoned in those times, whether we can feel him or not feel him. He is present there, and there are treasures and riches there to be found. So my job is, um, is to talk about those. And so for the next 30 minutes, this is going to be a classroom, and it's easier in a classroom when it's smaller people, it feels more intimate. And so what I'm going to do to help create some relationship between you and me and create some of that intimacy is um, I would like to sing you a song. But I need your help. Dang it. Okay, so here's the thing. This side over here, you are going to be achoo. Got it? So I want you to do this with your arms, like this. Ah. Chew. Ready? Do it with me. Uh, chew. Oh, that was good. That was awesome. Let's try it again. Ready? Uh, chew. That was okay. So I'm going to divide you down the middle right here. And you guys are, do this. You're going to say, meatball. Got it? Okay. Can you do it? Let's do it. Oh, that was pretty good. You are. You are. Fabulous. Okay. From the middle across here, you guys are small but mighty. Because there's not as many of you. So you're going to have to be big. Thank you for praying for me. Um, you're going to have to be big. You are. The guys are going to hate this. You are. Sorry. Sorry about it. Okay, ready? Let's try it. Ready? Oh, yes. Okay, so you are. Yes, and you are. And you are. Okay, guess what you are? Any guesses? You are spaghetti. Okay, so here you go. Ready? Spaghetti. Okay, we are ready. I am now creating this intimacy of relationship with you. I'm going to sing you a song. You're going to help me. Are you ready? Are you ready? I will know you're ready when your mouths are quiet. 
<clears throat> on top of all covered with I lost my poor when somebody sneezed. Okay. That was really awesome. You guys did great. Thanks for working with me. I have about I have about six people. I know you don't know. There's like probably really grown people in here who are like, that has nothing to do with the Bible. I promise it does. And I'll tell you how in a minute, or five or seven or whatever. There are six people who volunteered to help me today. Would you come up? Would everybody stand again? Sorry, but stand. This is a posture thing for me. Stand up. Yeah, you're standing. I'm kneeling. I do this every time I speak. Pray with me. Father, we've already come before you a few times this morning, but for me it is important to kneel before you. I am breaking my alabaster jar on your feet. Let everything that comes out of my mouth this morning be anointed by you and the spirit of you. In Jesus' name, all the people said, thank you. Please be seated. Now, I told you I'm a teacher. Raise your hand if you are spaghetti or cheese. You guys are now a team. This is your team. Raise your hand if you are meatball or sneeze. Okay, this is your team. Okay, here's the deal. Here's what we're learning today. There will be scripture up here in a minute, and it's fine that it's not right now, but um, what we're going to talk about today by the end of today, you will be able to say six words back to me that you will be able to remember to help you use your faith to go through dark times and come out stronger on the other side. Okay? So there's two things we need to think about. Um, you can go ahead and go dump those. That's fine. There's two things we need to think about to set this up here. One thing is when hard or bad things happen... It affects my reality. That probably seems like a duh statement. But when hard or bad things happen, it affects the skyline of my reality. And the second thing I need to remember is that when I'm experiencing those hard things or when someone else is experiencing those hard things, not only does it affect their actual physical reality, it also affects how I perceive reality. Okay, those things are important. So we're now going to do an object lesson about that. So we have our runners. Raise your hand if you're the runner. Okay, so here's what they're going to do. The runners are going to have a normal average day. They're going to run up the aisle. They're going to zigzag and high-five five people before they get to the pile of T-shirts. And then they're going to throw one T-shirt back into the laundry basket, and they're going to come back to their team. The reason that you're going to want to cheer for them is because that um, when they collect the t-shirts, the thrower is actually going to throw them out to you. So you get free t-shirts if you yell out. How about that? Okay, so normal day, ready, set, go, run. Oh, yeah. And one. Okay, come back. 
Okay, good, 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 good. Whoa, stop, stop. Okay, stop, stop. You're good. You're good. You're good. Wait. I love your enthusiasm. Okay, now. Yeah, that was great. That's good. That's good. Nope, not yet. Okay. So, okay, so now what we're going to do is we're going to have a day where something bad happens. So grab your bat. That's ba bats. Bats and bad. I don't know. Okay, ready? So you're up here. Okay, counters. That's what you're asking me. Switch now. Yep. So the counters are going to keep our bat spinners honest. SB, SB, you want anything? SB? You're good. You're, you're fine. Okay, so now what I want is your forehead is on your bat right now. So bad thing is happening. They are going to spin. The counter is going to help them count 10 times. Nope. 10 times around the bat. The bat stays on the ground. Your forehead stays on the bat. So only your feet are moving. Does that make sense? Counters, you're going to count 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Are you ready? Set. Go. Bat on the ground. Bat on the ground. One spot. One spot. One spot. One spot. One spot. Five, high five, high five. Throw the, go, 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 go. That's okay. That's okay. Are we out of t-shirts? Okay, give them a hand. Okay, I would like for the runners to stay up here with me. Everybody else can sit down. Thank you. Give them a hand. Okay, take your tumbler. Take your tumbler. Ken and get your tumbler. Uh, get your grab your tumbler. Okay, I want the runners here. I'm going to ask you uh, the same question twice, and I want you to give me one-word answers. Okay. What was it like for you to do the first run? Just one describing word. The first run back and down back aisles. Easy. I was confused. <laughs> was it hard, like, to do the run and come back? Okay, so give me your Easy. Okay. And give me a describing word for after you were spinning on the bat and having to go do that. How would you describe it? Chaotic. Hard. <laughs> Hard. That works. Okay. Thank you, guys. You can go sit down. Thank you very much. Don't forget your tumbler. Can I have the scripture? Yeah. Okay. So here's the thing. Uh, we like it when life is just normal and easy and what we can expect. But that's not how life is on broken earth. And so there are times when... You get hit with something hard, and it turns everything sideways. And the scripture that we are going to look at today is James 2, 2 through 4. Regard it all as joy, my brothers, when you face various kinds of temptations. For you know that the testing of your trust produces perseverance, but let perseverance do its complete work so that you may be complete and whole, lacking in nothing. Okay, so, regard it all as pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face various kinds 
of temptation. For you know that the testing of your trust produces perseverance. What do you think we're going to talk about today? Tested faith. Okay. What else do you think we're going to talk about today? Perseverance. That's, that's the answer I was looking for. The answer is, your answer is really good. We're going to talk about that. Um, perseverance is usually where we jump to in this scripture. We usually kind of like skim the other parts of it, you know what I mean? And we jump to perseverance. I want you to look at this with me, and I want you to read it in your mind with me while I'm reading it out loud. Regard it as pure joy, my brothers, whenever you, yeah, whenever you, I can't hear you, whenever you face. Whenever you face, not whenever you run, whenever you numb, whenever you avoid, whenever you stuff, whenever you medicate, whenever you face. See, we don't even have a chance of joy until we face what has happened with our Father. Okay, I had a day, I had a couple of them. But one I'm going to share with you, I had a day where everything went sideways, okay? I need to introduce you to my second-born son, Jacob. There wouldn't be stories of overcoming if there weren't struggles to overcome. Have faith that everything happens for a reason. That he retweeted on May 16th of 2016. About three months later, he and JJ, our oldest son, were driving home um, on a lunch break. Um and they entered a blind intersection, and a, a man who had his own life struggles was high on meth, and T-boned the pickup. The pickup that they were in flipped and spun. Jake was thrown, and um, his brother walked him home that day um, on a ditch on a country road. Um, that day changed the skyline in my life. And I had options. I could hide. I could stuff it. I could medicate. But I had, prior to that, a pretty strong living relationship with the Father. So instead, what I did was face it. And what I, what I asked was, um, what does it look like to be his mom now? Um, because there was a time before I had him when I knew what life was like before him. But when God makes you somebody's mom, you don't stop being their mom. You don't stop being their mom when they move away to college, and you don't stop being their mom when they move to heaven. And here's what I saw in my mind as I was praying. I felt like God did this. Like, come sit. And I felt like he said to me, okay, let me just ask you this question. Let's just pretend that before you went to earth, you and I sat down. And I said to you, okay, there's this spirit 
he's a great, he's going to be a great kid. He's going to have 15 years on earth. You will have longer, so you will outlive him. I can give him to another mom if you don't want to do that because it will be hard. I can give him to another mom if you want. Do you want him? If I would have asked you that, what would you have said? And I, and I said to God, of course I want him. Of co- Did you see him? Of course I want him. And he said, that's what it looks like to be his mom. That you get to carry the honor of having known him and been his mom while he was here until you see him again. No other mom gets to carry that. And, he said, that longing that you feel to see him again, now you know a fraction of how I long for my children. That helped me breathe. It helped me climb out from under the covers and not hide. It helped me to breathe in gratitude and breathe out life again. And I would not have been able to find joy had I not faced it. Jake was pretty excited about Light Up the Dark. Some people think that Light Up the Dark wasn't started until, um, until after Jake went home. That's not true. It had been in uh, the works about 10 months prior, and, um, and he was excited. We had talked about, like, after he graduated, coming back and um, working with Light Up the Dark. And so when he went home, we made his memorial Light Up the Dark because we were about to do a soft launch. The day of the accident, I had 300 T-shirts in the back of my trunk. Um, which is what people ended up wearing to the celebration of life. Uh, you know how we sang the song um, Graves into Gardens? Uh, I have lost count of the number of people who have come to Christ because my son was raised from his grave and taken back home. I have lost count. And that is a joy. Would I, would I choose to have him gone? No. But God's with me in it every step of the way. So here's the first two words that I'm going to have you say back to me, the first two of the six, that will help you remember how to move through dark times with your faith and come out stronger on the other side. We're going to clap twice, and I want you to say back to me, face it. Ready? Okay. So, uh, consider all joy, my brothers, whenever you face various kinds of temptations, because you know the testing of your trust. The testing of your... Raise your hand if you like trust. Don't anybody... Really? Really? I, I admire you if you like trust. I don't. Not really a fan of it kind of uncomfortable to me. Also, so is a runny nose in front of 300 people. Okay, so here's how I look at trust. Trust is a lot like building a muscle. So here's how we build a muscle. What do we do when we build a muscle? We overload the muscle, right? 
when we're lifting, we'll overload the muscle. So if I'm a muscle fiber, and I get overloaded, then what happens? Right? It tears. Nod your head, yes. It, yeah, it tears. And then what has to happen in order for it to rebuild? It has to rest, right? So overload the muscle, it tears, and we rest it, and it builds back stronger, right? Okay, so here's the thing. When we have a day where something bad happens, our reality gets turned on its side, we are overloaded, that tears. We have an opportunity here to build our trust. Do you know why trust feels like you're grabbing onto a big empty space? It's because trust is a big empty space. So it's really, really important what you grab onto. How do I know what I'm resting in? I'm glad you asked. Uh, what am I trusting in? I'm sorry, that's what I meant to ask. How do I know what I'm trusting in? I'm glad you asked because what I'm going to answer with is what are you resting in? So if I'm angry, my muscle has gotten overloaded, something bad has happened to me and I'm angry. And if I'm feeling better or resting in blame oh, well, it was really her fault. She blah, blah, blah. Well, he should have never blah, blah, blah. Okay, if I'm going to rest in blame, you know what's going to fill in this area? Bitterness. If I'm having a day and I grab onto um, alcohol or smoke a joint or some other kind of substance to numb it out, what's going to fill in this area? It's probably some sort of addiction because you're going to need more and more of that to fill it. It matters what you trust. If I grab hold of God, what is going to be in this area? Well, let me tell you, this part gets tricky because some people really try, like, no, some people. Some of our experiences are we grab on to God and it still doesn't feel like it's working. Let me explain why. Because this is sometimes where people grab on to him and then they let go too soon. Okay? There's three kinds of trust that I can, there's probably more. Um, but, oh, wow, I really need to let you go at some point. Um, there's three kinds of trust that don't work. Okay? Um, probably the most important one is when I am trying to trust him to do my will. That's where we get kind of caught up sometimes, where I will trust him to do my will, and then when he doesn't do my will, I think he's not there or I think he's not working. Here's what we can trust him with. We can trust him that he is good. He's always good. So if you are not seeing the good in him yet, he's not done yet. So hold on. The second thing you can trust him with is he will not leave you and he will not forsake you. So he will always be good. He will always be with and he will never betray you. 
So if you are not feeling that yet, you keep holding on because he will come through. Okay, now we're going to talk about perseverance quickly. Look at the word perseverance. You know what perseverance is? Perseverance is taking individual, intentional steps in spite of the noise that the pain is causing. And in the middle of the word perseverance is the word sever. A lot of times when we're facing something hard, it will hurt. And the reason it hurts is sometimes we have to sever with an old idea. Like my idea of what it looks like to be Jake's mom. I had to sever with that and create a new one. We might have to sever with a relationship. We might have to sever with how we've been in a certain situation and create a new habit. And when we change, when we have to sever with something, it's going to hurt, but it doesn't have to harm. There's a difference between hurt and harm. And when we face our hard and dark times with God and we trust in him and grab it, then when we stick him through that, stick with him through that severing process, what happens is we will build back stronger. There will be temporary hurt. Harm is what happens when we don't. Harm is what happens when we let go too soon. Okay, so I told you, I'm going faster because I could see the clock and sometimes I just get excited about teaching and I say too many words. So we're going to review the first point and then we're going to learn two more. Are you ready? We're going to clap twice. I want you to say face it. Ready? Okay. Second one uh, is trust well. So I want you to clap twice and say trust well. And the third one is persevere through. Clap twice. Perfect. Okay. Friends, I am so grateful that you allowed me to be here with you today. And I really hope that what you do is allow perseverance to do its complete work because what the complete work of all of this is, the facing, the trusting, the persevering, is the redemption of the pain. It is the healing. And God is 100% faithful in doing that if you hold on. Okay, you want me to pray? Okay, all right, bow your head with me. Father, thank you for this time that we've had together this morning. Thank you for how you have spoken into the lives of each of these people here, each of these souls here, each of these spirits. I pray that as we walk out of here today, that whatever you have planted, whatever seed is in there, is planted in fertile soil, takes root, blooms, and flourishes. In the name of Jesus Christ, all the people said,